Encoded, Season 1, Episode 5, and Miles to Go Before I Sleep. Oh, hey. You don't have to hide anything from me. Marina, right? Yeah. I'm Axton Ace. I'm Dr. Malone's lab assistant. Mind if I join you? I have the same bad habit. Here, take this one. I'm too paranoid to finish it now. Thanks. Does your husband think you quit? Maybe. Or maybe he doesn't remember that I'd do it. Either way, getting caught would be bad. What do you mean? Patrick's injuries make his memory a bit unpredictable at times. Sometimes it's easier to just leave certain elements of my personality a secret than it is to test his remembrance of them. His reaction isn't always positive. Injuries from the attack? Yeah. Were you with him when it happened? No, uh, but seeing him afterwards is something I'll never forget. They, they tried to kill him. And from the way that he looked, they thought they had. The fact that he can still feed himself is a miracle. Love produces miracles. <laughs> Patrick and I weren't married at the time. We were barely even friends. Getting his medication right after he was released from the hospital was trial and error. There were a lot of complications. The seizures and blackouts were the worst. Getting married just made all the hospital paperwork easier. He liked the idea. I had accepted that I was destined to be a spinster. It all made sense. What happens if one of you falls in love with someone else? Then it stops making sense, I guess. I don't honestly think I'll ever find anyone better than Patrick. He's devoted his whole life to making me happy, which he does very well. And he claims that I make him happy too. That's all you should really aim for in life, right? Someone who makes you happy. Sounds like you've got it all figured out. Is that how I appear after confessing that I'm in a marriage of convenience? Like I've got my shit together? There are people who married for love who are worse off than you two are. You care enough to hide your nicotine habit. You married Axton? No. Not even to your work? I try not to be. When I'm working on cases like the one Dr. Malone and I are working on, though, it gets a little hard to remember to have a life. It just feels wrong to think about anything else other than saving Tyler's life. Well, not only is he a wonderful guy, but his parents are throwing an obscene amount of money at us. They had this entire facility built just for us, you know. No shit. It's even got a living quarters. Dr. Malone and I each have our own two-bedroom suites on the top floor. It's nicer than anything I've ever lived in. But there are a lot of nights where I just... Don't sleep, because I don't feel like I've deserved it until we know for sure that Tyler is cured. 
What's he being cured of? Huntington's. Oh, same as Patrick. Yeah, I think that's why Dr. Malone took the case. And why did you take the case on? Besides the free trip to Wisconsin? (laughs) Yeah, besides that obvious perk. I get the chance to possibly play a part in changing the course of humanity. We could help create a future where no one has to die of cancer. In 50 years, kids may not ever have to know what something like Huntington's is. I couldn't miss a chance to put a future like that in motion, even if we don't move it very much. Sounds like a lot of acorns. (laughs) What do you mean? This is going to sound silly, but there's a song by the White Stripes. Uh, It's called Little Acorns. It's kind of a throwaway track, but it it talks about approaching issues as acorns and tending to them one by one. Patrick had a really hard time adjusting after the attack, so we'd listen to that song and it would remind him that no matter how overwhelming things get, he can only take care of one thing at a time. That's not silly at all. I like that. Yeah? You're welcome to use it if you want. Thanks. I think I will. Hey, you missed dinner. Dr. Malone is quite the cook. If you're hungry, I can fix you a plate. I'm sure he won't mind you eating in the bedroom. Uh, I can get something later. Thanks, though. Why do you smell like cigarettes? Oh, I met Axton a little earlier. I like him. I can see why Dr. Malone is working with him. What are you looking at? What could have been me? Have a look. Huntington's. That stuff will give you nightmares. It nearly was my nightmare. You know, half of these symptoms are ones I already experienced from the medication I take. Insomnia. The inability to recall words. I could be walking around with it right now and we'd never know until my arms and legs started to spaz out. That would be the chorea setting in. Stop it, Patrick. I'm serious. Read the list of symptoms and tell me if there's much difference between me being brain dead and having Huntington's. Why can't you use the internet for porn and cat videos like a normal person? <sighs> we have a small problem. What is it? Several of your medications are running out. I thought we would be away from home for a few days, so I brought enough to last that long. Everything else is back at our house. Can you get some prescriptions filled? Yes, but I can't get them transferred. Not over the phone. They require me to do that stuff in person. I'll call Heisen in the morning. I hope there's an MD behind that name. Not quite, but she'll get what we need. I don't know why the legality of this worries me so much, considering our situation, but it does. She's the best at what she does. My father trusted her with his life. You can take that however you want, since he's dead. I don't remember you being this pessimistic. It's probably the Huntingtons. It's probably the lack of sleep. Try to fix that tonight, okay? You're becoming unpleasant to be around.
And what's keeping you up tonight? Mommy? Come sit at the table next to me. I'm so sorry, Nani. Oh, honey. All I can think about is how much I wish they would have found me instead. And what good would that have done? You would have saved one old lady, but it would have deprived the human race of something incredible. Your father gave you a miracle. I don't care about the human race. I don't want this miracle. I wanted to save the old lady. Don't be silly. Everything happens the way it's supposed to. People interfere with their destinies too much. That's why things go awry. People want too much control, yet they have no idea what they're actually doing with it. I learned a long time ago that you just gotta let things happen, Patty. If I didn't believe that, things would have been very different right now. You'd still be alive. Maybe. Or maybe the universe would have chosen a completely different way to take me out. Anything would have been better than what happened to you. According to who? It's best to take the first ride out of this life that comes for you, Patty. Waiting for a better way to die is a wait that's often in vain. I regret absolutely nothing. And I blame you only for being the best thing I've ever found on my doorstep. You made every newspaper after that so disappointing. I miss you so much. I miss you too. Go to sleep, Patty. Okay? Okay, Nani. Everything okay? Yeah, sorry I woke you up. It's okay. I saw Nani in the kitchen. Oh yeah? Did she say anything to you? Yeah. She told me that she missed me. And to go to sleep. <laughs> I've always loved Nani for her simple wisdom. I'm sure she didn't need to tell you how much she missed you, though. You should already know that. <sighs> I hope you let her know how much I miss her as well. There hasn't been a day I haven't thought about her. Patrick? Good night, Patrick. and miles to go before I sleep. 
starring Bradley William Smith and Mariana Mendonca. Featuring Maxton Smith and Liz Madden. Music by Robert Crisp. Written and directed by Amanda Mack. I'm Phil Keeling.